Kia and welcome to Jewels from NZ. But this is not your average Aotearoa or Glitter episodes, oh no. This is August, and as we know, the month of August is for RPG. So welcome back to the RPG A Day, Fader Bison Takeover episode. Okay, so it's day 22, and I want to talk about substitute, because, well, that's the word of RPG a day. Um, So substitute, what I thought of when I read this word was how we have substituted NPCs in and out of a long-running podcast with, you know, like an overarching sort of story theme play um, as such. Um, and we've done it a few times, you know. People have come and go for various reasons. Like they came on board because they thought they could commit and then they realized how much time it actually does translate to and and um, realized they just can't commit that with the job and the family life and things that they have on. Um, people have left because they literally left the country Um and people have left because uh, their job got amazing and gave them heaps of opportunities to do other stuff. And actually, the podcast was kind of missing with that. So, you know, people who have left for various reasons and mostly to do with real life rather than to do with any desire to leave Eisen. Um, in fact, pretty much everybody that has left has expressed desire to come back one day, maybe if you'll have me. But. It's it's a really weird process in the middle, you know, because somebody leaves and then it's like, for instance, when Trestlespoon left and it was just um, Marley, my character, and Bamfor, um, Oliver's character, and we just kind of muddled along together for a while, um, uh, figuring out the dynamic of what it looked like with the two of us. And that was hard, actually, because um, that was my first podcast doing it with just like... Well, I mean, it's my first big podcast, but my first time doing um, RPG with just one other person. So it was just like you, the other player, and the DM. And I firmly believe that is not the way to do it um, from that experience. Uh, we, well, while we, while Oliver and I very much enjoy playing with each other, we have very different um, ethos in terms of how we approach our characters, how we approach um, a situation. I don't even know if ethos is the right word. But but basically, um, we ended up in several arguments, both in character and out, <laughs> in terms of what was happening and, like, me being frustrated because we were just mucking around in towns um, and he was forming, like, you know, like mice empires um, and like just playing around with NPCs and stuff. And I I wanted to chase the main mission, you know. My my motivations were elsewhere basically and I did not understand why Marley would just sit around and watch what Bamfor had planned. And like Bamfor was off making drugs with an alchemist and stuff and sniffing bath salts and um, all sorts of stuff. And I was like, I don't. I don't know why I'm here, <laughs> you know? And um, it was it was 
it was interesting. Like we're, we're trying to drive the podcast. We're trying to make sure that we're still delivering content that our fans enjoyed. And they did seem to enjoy us mucking around in these side episodes. I just didn't know how Marley fit in. And, and that, that makes for quite interesting play. And um, yeah, and there was a whole episode, which we really should not have put out, um, which our fans colloquially refer to as the argument episode, which isn't fun to listen to, by the way, but they keep going back to listen to it for laughs for some reason, I think, because they know us. I doubt anybody who's a listener who isn't a fan would enjoy that episode. Um, but we basically just spent the entire time arguing with each other and nearly, like, our characters nearly, like, have fight. Um, it's now caused a... a uh, an interesting discussion about who would have come out on top with Molly with her, you know, her spells that require wisdom saves and Banffor's wisdom not being terribly good. Um, and Banffor with his incredibly hard hits as a barbarian and, well, Molly's armor class not being terribly good. <laughs> and and seeing how, how that kind of played out and who would have won that, um, there is a lot of discussions around that. We'll never know now because we won't. Um, although Oliver and I have joked that maybe uh, one of the things we could do whenever the story wraps up or ends or whatever is actually pit the two characters against each other and see how we do. It could be kind of fun, like playing like a cage match with our characters. Um, I have no idea. I genuinely don't. Um, I think if if I won, the only reason I would win is because I just strung more combinations and was cleverer about how to play my character than um, Oliver uh, is potentially because I play more D&D, see more D&D and know a little bit more about how to string stuff together. But he is awfully sneaky about researching um, the best ways to play something sometimes and comes back with these epic combos. So shrug, I don't know. Like when that happens, I'll have to put it out and everybody will just have to place bets, I guess. Um, Anyway, I'm way off track. I'm supposed to be talking about substitution. So, yeah, so we played by ourselves for a while before we got another person in. And then along comes JD. And, I mean, look, this was a this was a great choice for us, but it was risky, I guess, because JD had played a little bit of D&D before, but not a lot. Um, also was a comedian with quite a different, like, approach to us and background and comedy and just a completely different, um, oh, God, how do you say that? Like, thought process, like, generation, like, much younger than us, um, is, um, you know, queer, is trans, is, like, just coming from a completely different like world experience and, and uh, I don't know, like uh, thought process. Um, but we love JD and everything JD is like their comedy, their person, their love for everybody else. Like JD is just so full of support and love for everybody around them that, you know, we, we, we thought it might be risky in terms of like, Oh God, are they going to, hate everything about what we've done not because we thought we'd hate 
what they'd do. No, um, I was pretty sure I was going to love every second of JD's play. I was just really concerned that they would be very worried about what we've already created um, and how we've already screwed up things. <laughs> but JD um, fit in really well and um, while was a little bit concerned as to what they'd got themselves into, um, like played that out really well in character and in role play. And it just, it wasn't a risk at all. Um, the fans love JD um, and everything about what JD is. Um, and that's, in, that's incredible. Cause well, I mean, we, we, we're stoked cause we gave JD at, like who they are, another platform to just chat and perform and, and get their voice out there because they're awesome and they deserve to be heard like everywhere. Um, but also we get to play with a really cool, awesome person now ourselves and that's really fun. Um, and they've added that wholesome aspect back in because while uh, Marley tends to be serious on the mission and Bamford tended to be seriously smashing everything, we were missing a little bit of that heart, you know, to the group. And and JD has definitely provided that and um, it was wonderful. For a time, it was wonderful as the three of us explored the world and generally ruined it more together while trying to save it. Um, and then, uh, well, Oliver needed to leave basically because his his um, his uh, real estate agent job had gotten busier and um, not, not having those nights of recording to be able to do things was really kind of screwing with what he was able to do. So um, we... We sadly said goodbye, but but how keeping tabs on him and his career and, and it's all going very well. Um, while we'd love to have him back, we don't want to lock him into a schedule. So it might be more of a, hey, have you got anything on tonight? No? All right, jump in, join us um, kind of situation. And we haven't found anybody to really um, replace him yet. Uh, what we have done instead, because Fate of Eisen seems to be generating towards some kind of ending, not not yet, but um, our DM has got, got us leveling two levels at a time now, and I remember he promised he would get us to level 20, so I'm a little worried that he's racing us towards level 20 because the end is coming. Um, so... Yeah, so what we've been doing in the meantime is calling back all those... Um, those guest players, those old NPCs that ended up being played by somebody um, when they joined us and um, joining our, like our characters are heading towards each other. So like Sasha is heading towards Mali at this current point. And so they'll even be meeting up, you know. So we've been kind of having other people join us in and out. Sometimes JD and I will just have an episode by ourselves, but I think we work better together um, I guess we just didn't really want to commit to having somebody permanently on again in case we end up back in an argument episode and things get awkward again for a while. We've got we've got a responsibility to our fans to make sure whoever we bring on is right for the group, you know, is is right for the tone, is right for the um the 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 world that we're trying to create, is right for the the fun kind of light 
bantery play that we have. Some of our guests and stuff have been quite uh, like rule sticklers or world builders. So some of them have built an entire section of the world and we've been like, oh, okay, I thought that was the DM's job, but all right. Um, and others of them have been completely quiet. Like they they only really talk when you talk at them and stuff. So, you know, it, like the finding the right type of player for your group is always hard. Like regardless of whether you're podcasting or not, it's always rough because trying to find someone who fits into that style of play is is difficult at the best of times. But in a podcast, it's it's even worse. Um, we do a lot of sort of side games and side play with them, make sure that we all fit in and we all understand. I don't really care about whether they know the rules or not. That's not important to me. Um, what's important to me is are they going to let me role play? Are they going to interrupt it all the time? Are they going to say no to my to my yes ending, you know? So I'm going to be constantly following someone else around and never get the opportunity to do my own stuff, you know, like that that kind of stuff is important to me as a player in terms of how somebody joins. So, um, yeah, substitution is is hard. And um, I am very glad right now that I have Trestle Spoon back in the podcast. So it is me, uh, a cute little gnome who's running around just looking for adventure and a cloud demon who is insisting on hugging everything um, to see if it is evil or not. And Molly there just sort of smashing her forehead a little bit um, in a sort of frustration, but actually just heart full of love for these two and is determined to do anything she can to keep them alive. So that's our party makeup at the moment. And I'm, I'm kind of in love with it. I I hope that if you listen, Jason, I know you're listening to this and going, I don't have time. I know, buddy, it's okay. <laughs> but I love you for downloading because that totally counts for our numbers. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, if you listen, that you enjoy our party makeup too. And, and feel free to skip the argument ep- episode. I give you permission. Okay. <laughs> Kia ora and thanks for joining me in this Jules from NZ RPG A Day Takeover episode. I hope you're enjoying getting to know the fate of Eisen some more. Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks for my gems, James, Jason, Barry, Liren, KP, Ezekiel and Joey. And a big thanks to you for listening. We'll be back to NZ and Glitter episodes in September, but August is for RPG. Inohora ka kite anō. Goodbye and see you again soon. Mwah.